Welcome to Grimdark Live, your weekly webcast for all things Dice Dragons, Demons, and a Dwarf from the Warhammer Worlds. I'm your host, Patrick, and as always, I got Justin, and you know what? Tonight joining us, man, we got him back, man. We got the nice guy in Tabletop Wargaming. We got uh, Randy. Fellas, what do you hear? What do you say? It's another week of fun. Lots and lots of projects going. Yeah, yeah, we're all busy, man. Randy, talk to us, man. Everybody missed you, man. What's going on? Oh, man, just painting a bunch of uh, corn demons and, and Slanesh stuff for the uh, first battle report coming out. That's so. right, man. We got uh, we got, we got got some of that in the works. We got a lot of stuff happening, man, that uh, you guys are going to have to stick with us. But, yeah. you know, uh, uh, we got a lot of good grimdark stuff on the way. But here we are, guys, man. We uh, we got a show tonight, man. We are going to be talking Nurgle. But uh, before we say that, uh, welcome to our grimdark live show, everybody. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate everybody here joining us tonight. And if you like our show, please don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. But all right, gang, let's uh, let's warm up here, man. We've got uh, we got some disgusting little topics in the show here tonight. We're going to be talking about Nurgle, the maggot kin of Nurgle, and what we uh, what we currently have been introduced to some, some new battalions and stuff like that out there for the demons. And and also we're going right. to be talking a little bit about what we would like to see and expect, and you know, moving forward, what we think is going to be happening with Nurgle. But also here's something else that we're going to be doing here with Nurgle. We're going to be talking about how good this damn old-ass 2018 army really is still right now. I mean, Justin, you and I were talking about this before we went live on the show. We're thinking that this army right, right now is still easily at at least 3-2, and two, possibly 4-1 and one in the right hands, right? Yep, definitely. The They're, they're still a strong book, regardless of how old the book is. It's, yeah. It just... It, it, the general behind it and the the list build that's and they right. can they can knock you into the eternity man well that's what we always say man we always say the same thing here on the show it's either the general or or the army and you know what's funny mm-hmm. is i gotta tell you this is a i think nurgle is one of those armies that have stood the test of time and kind of been that perfect balance between both right between the general and and yeah. the army itself i mean this is one of those armies not i don't want to denigrate it by saying this but this is one of those armies you know that you can almost take out of the box and it really doesn't matter sometimes if it comes with a gamer or not you can kind of figure out how to play it i mean randy what are your thoughts on the old uh, disgusting, you know, pus balls that we love so much? Yeah, so the one thing I always liked about Nurgo is, you know, they always had some type of offensive power, but they also covered both ends with, with the defensive, you know, yeah. abilities too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, in like 40K where you have the generic Space Marine who has the good armor save and, you know, decent ballistic skills. So you could kind of put it on the table and, and you know, and have a nice balance and, you know, you know, kind of cover some of your mistakes a little bit or whatever, but then in a really good hand, you can yeah. actually see the the army the army shine. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And you know, and we got uh, we we got we got one of the guy in the chats here, man. We got uh, the son of Beamot, otherwise known as the Iron Jawed Rat Bastard himself. You know, he's uh, he's uh, he he just basically said that Nurgle probably coming out later this year. Yeah, we are hoping for it. And I know that a lot of our disgustingly resilient buddies out there are definitely. Uh, 
uh, looking for this, especially our, our disgusting little uh, Sean. We know he's out there right now sitting around staring at his Blight Kings, giggling. We know that he's got something sinister up there, up his sleeve for that one. But you know what's funny, guys? Uh, we've we've seen updates to armies like Disciples of Zeech, Hedonites, and, and now, mm. you know, if you're considering starting a Magatkin of Nurgle army and thinking about how you should build it, um, we're here to talk about that. You know, we're here to talk about that. And, and, and we're going to be going on to talk about, you know, is, is, is there anything that you can do to compete now, right now, with this old-ass 2018 book and what to expect later on down the road from this army? So, I mean, we're going to be looking at some army builds. Uh, we're going to be looking at some combinations, uh, things like that. But you know something, guys? Regarding the, the Maggotkin, uh, th- this is now, and I want to go back and say this, all joking aside, this is now the oldest book in the AOS line. And Justin, I can already see what you're going you're gonna to say. I'm not it including is. I'm not including Legions of Nagash because that book is already out of here with the Soulblight, you know, great Grave Lords coming right. in. You know, that book might as well be used as a doorstop if you wanted to. It's gone. So that really makes this Nurgle book, this Magikin of Nurgle book, uh, this beautiful green booger colored little bastard right here, that thing is gonna be the uh, uh, the oldest book right now. I think it was twenty eighteen. And we've we've seen some newer uh, Nurgle topics like uh, the, the, the Invidian uh, Plague Host uh, Battalion and a lot of other, um, you know, uh, pimple topics, you know, to, to pop here that we're going to be talking about. So we've seen some stuff pop up. I think they're, I think they're, they're hinting right now that, uh, yeah. that this with this Invidian uh, Plague Host, this is going to be something like a, uh, a promissory note that something great is about to happen here with Nurgle. Um, and you know, and, and, and it wouldn't be Nurgle without, uh, you know, grandfather Nurgle spreading all of his love and his, his, his pestilence all over the place, giving out all of his gifts with, if we didn't talk about some allied units, uh, that got pulled into that too. And, uh, you know, you may want to keep in mind, I'm going to say this right here, guys, we're going to be talking about this a little bit in the news, uh, is Bellacor. Um, right. now I know that right now, I think Bellacor, help me out guys. Bellacor is what? 240 points. Anyone in the chats? What's Bellacor right now? 240 points, something like that. Somewhere in there, 240, yeah. 250. Well, I know that obviously when he when he grows up and become, becomes a, a big dummy, uh, he's probably going to be more. But I think that as as right now, I mean, you put, uh, you know, even at, even at an amazing 240 points where he is now, you know, you spend on lockdown lockdown your opponent's key unit for a round or two. I mean, that's a great thing for Nurgle, especially you know the Blight Kings are only moving four inches. You need all the help you can get, and Bellacor can do that. So we're going to be talking about allied units like that tonight, folks. That's what we're going to be uh, uh, getting into mm-hmm. at this point. So, uh, guys, you ready to, to get into some Nurgle topics here later on? I'm going to take that as a yes. Always. I stunned them. Did you hear they're like, they're like, oh, we're talking about Nurgle? Oh, nuts. No, right, well, wait, wait. I thought we were talking about. <laughs> not that. That's another topic. Another topic. All right, here it is, guys. Another time. Another time. Let's. Uh, so, so here's the proverbial question, man. You know, talk to me, guys. Are you staying true? Are you sniffing glue? Randy, nice guy on tabletop wargaming. What do we got, man? Make, make us believers. All right. So what's on my table is 60 blood letters. Uh, 25 uh, corn dogs, and then uh, some some uh, demonettes of Slanesh. And it's like I said, all going together for a a, a better report in uh, May. So cool, cool. I like it. I like it. Randy, your stuff is so cool, dude. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that stuff out there. Uh, Justin, what do you got, man? You sniffing glue, staying true. What do you got? You know, I'm staying true. I got my entire. Bragger. Armed Forces Day Army going. I've got commission paints for other Armed Forces players going. The, the two tables for Armed Forces going. My 90 Days of Dwarves are going. And if 
that wasn't enough. I'm doing yard work around the house, uh, trying to make my house more valuable. You got to do that, man. You got to do that because, uh, you know, sometimes adulting gets into this little hobby of ours. You can't sit around and yep. chuck dice and sniff glue all day long. Um, yeah, I've been, I wish uh, I could, but I can't. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, and I've, I've been, uh, of course, I've been, I've been staying true. I've been working pretty hard with it, with the armed forces day. And a lot of folks have really pitched in and helped out. I mean, Justin, you're helping out with, with the tables and, you know, Randy, you're going to be getting the film stuff going and you're going to be helping out with that. And, um, you know, we got, uh, we got awesome, awesome other guys in the club, Rob out there and, and Steve and other guys that are out there hustling and bustling right. and getting the tables ready and terrain and uh, the 40 K side with Gary Frank. I mean, I got to tell you, that guy's working harder than an ugly stripper you know, the stuff that he's pulling together. It, it really is amazing to see what that guy is accomplishing. And I, I'm telling you what, I'm really excited to see 40K and what that's going to be for this uh, for this tournament this year. Um, yeah. But I got I to gotta, I gotta make a point here because I want to make sure that we address this uh, for the, the, the Armed Forces Day tournament itself. Uh, we got to talk about the – and we, this would be a great topic to bring up because it is Nurgle, right? And we, we got to mm-hmm. talk about, uh, you know, Nurgle's uh, chief henchman here, you know, Colonel COVID. Um, and it looks like I want to make this point. You know, the tournament is going to be following all of the protocols for COVID as set by the facility, which is going to be the very, the, 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 the VFD or the VF, VFD, <laughs> the VFW, um, yeah, the city of Lockport and, uh, the county and the state, uh, you know, tables are going to be measured beforehand and social distancing requirements will be adhered to for the current state regulations. Now remember the tournament is going to be in June. So quite possibly there's going to be a lot of vaccinated folks walking around rolling dice at that time. Uh, there will be masks required, uh, hand sanitizer, and temperatures are going to be taken on all of our competitors that are going to be coming into play. Um, so I, I want you to know that we are taking the proper measures to make sure that this is a, uh, a compliant and safe tournament. Um, you know, of course, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you got to remember this, though, folks. If you're playing on a six-by-four table, you're not going to be six feet away from your opponent. You're going to be four feet away from your opponent. So it's going to it's going to be some 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 simple responsibility on yourself as well. So keep that in mind. And you know, here's something else I want to say real quick. If if you or your loved ones have any type of comorbidity, don't go. If you have any aspirations or any type of you know concerns or whatever, don't go. You know, you're adults. Take some responsibility for yourself. And you know what? And and you know, we've got another um, uh, we've got another uh, couple of weeks. Uh, and, and and if it's something that uh, that you you know, if you're paid up and you don't feel like you want to attend uh, because you have some concerns, no problem. Refund, no questions asked. Uh, so want to I want to put that out there that we are taking proper measures uh, for for the current uh, Nurgle condition that we're all in uh, on COVID. So uh, just keep that in mind. That's what I have. And, and you know what? And by the way, guys, we are looking at an awesome tournament that we've got a lot of stuff uh, already set up. And you know what? We're already planning on next year. Growth is looking to be uh, pretty tremendous. And uh, I think that um, uh, we are going to uh, this is going to be a record tournament for us. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really really excited for it. So, uh, guys, anything else on the uh, the staying staying true or, or, or sniffing glue end of things? Just a lot of work. <laughs> you know what? It, it's it's uh, it's it's a labor of love, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Cool. I mean, it wouldn't be our, it wouldn't be our hobby and our fun time if if it wasn't. So that's that's exactly right, man. That's exactly right, Randy. What do you think, man? Anything? I just can't wait to get you know my my fingers stuck together again. You know. Well, you know what. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You, you, you can't work that hard without a reward, you know? Yeah, right. exactly. Randy, the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. I'll say it again. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios are the real terrain nerds you all need to be getting your terrain from. Get your commercial laser-cut MDF bases. 
silicone molds for resin prints, game and hobby accessories like 15 to 28 millimeter terrain, 15 to 28 millimeter figures, and 15 to 28 millimeter vehicles, and a lot more. Get your nerd on with Six Squared Studios. Check them out at sixsquaredstudios.ca. Again, that's sixsquaredstudios.ca. Six Squared Studios. Hey gang, today's news is brought to you by Six Squared Studios. Yep, an awesome company for all your gaming and hobby needs. Six Squared Studios. I'll say it again, Six Squared Studios. So get your nerd on with Six Squared Studios. Check them out at sixsquaredstudios.ca. Again, that's six-squaredstudios.ca. Six Squared Studios, where tabletop terrain is made by gamers for gamers. Just like their saying goes, gaming accessories made by gamers for gamers. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Tabletop terrain by expert nerds for exceptional nerds. The news, extra, extra, read all about it, man. Actually, watch all about it. Here we go. Uh, we got the news coming up here on uh, Grimdark Live. But before we get started with the news, I want to throw this out there. I mean, we got the question of the day uh, coming up here. And uh, we want to make sure that you guys can uh, can can get a listen full of it so that uh, when we go to ask it later on here on the show, you guys get your answers ready. But don't answer it now because if you haven't noticed, our, uh, our buddy Chuck isn't with us today. And that's because he tried to answer the question. And Randy wasn't always the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming with what he had to do with him. So, you know, you got to think about this. Think about what happens. You know, you know, Chuck is out there somewhere. You know, Randy, you're going to tell him what you did with him? Uh, no. That's for people to find out later. That's yeah. right. So, so folks, you don't want to answer this early because you know Randy can sometimes step out of character. But here it is, man. Here is the <laughs> night. Here, here's the, here, <laughs> here is the question of the day. So this is gonna be this is gonna be for later in the show. So here it is. Can a player be so content with an army that they don't want to play any other army? So there it is, man. That's the question of the day that's gonna be coming up later on here on uh, Grimdark Live. So. We got the news, and uh, so I wanted to start the day here with uh, with what we got to start it with, man. We got the rumor engine. So here it is. Now, this is definitely, to me, this sucker is definitely going to be something 40K. It's got to be. I mean, what is it? Who knows? It's an orc hand with, a, with some type of communicator in it, or is it a gene stealer cultist? I mean, uh, yeah. I think when I look at it, I'm looking at the wrist, those, those little, like, uh, I don't know, amphibian gill-looking things in the wrist there. I mean, to me, that's 100% Gene Stealer Cult. But uh, what do you think, Justin? You're chomping at the bit, man. What do you got? Oh, it's Gene Stealer Cult. It's, that's a detonator or something in his hand, and you got the claws, which there's looks like there may be – there's five of them there. The, the, average, the normal ridge and everything else, the, the, the mutated arm, there, there's no denying that that's Gene Stealer Cult. It, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's too much of a giveaway. You just, we just don't know what the model's going to do. Yeah, well, I mean, well, it, it's definitely going to call somebody. That's a radio, or, or, or maybe or it's one of those old cell phones, or, or it's going to blow something up. Considering that looks like a dead. Oh man yeah, switch, yeah, it could so. be a detonator, right? Yeah, good point. So uh, yeah, these could be suicide cultists, you know, running forward and pop a button and boom, you know, finger on the trigger. There you go. It could be one of those, Randy man. Do you agree, or what do you think, man? What what the heck is that rumor engine? Yeah, the there it's mostly insects. Oh, so you think you think that is Gene Stealer cults? Yeah, it's gonna be Gene Stealer cult, and then uh, I would think uh, like there's been a few other insect things right. in hive, like the hive, like 
stuff but so, yeah so, so like, some type of hybrid of that so yeah you know it's yeah, kind of yeah. interesting for for a while there we, we were kind of riding high on the gravy train with all the uh the soul blight and you know maybe some of the uh you know you know curse city you know little hints that they were giving us and you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see 40k kind of back in the mix you know for a while there we got spoiled we forgot that 40k was actually a game <laughs> so, it was, so like, it was like too much solid of too much solid of either curse city or aos or yeah something new with the fantasy side and then all maybe a little sprinkling in there here and there but there was nothing it That's was like it. 40k just, flatline for a while just a little schmackling but but speaking of yeah. uh speaking of a big bastard that you can use in either game here it is man we got saturday we got bellacore that's going to be coming in right uh so here it is uh, this saturday broken realms bellacore uh looks like that's going to be uh ready for everybody to i guess get in their sweaty palms right or is it going to be pre-order this is no this is this is actually going to be for everyone to get in their in their sweaty palms yeah, so, I think he, I I think he's just hitting the shelves direct. Um, yeah, right. Which is weird because we just got the Teclas book and the Bellacore book is coming well, pretty much right back to back with it. Yeah, and let and let me let me say something about that one. I really hope that this story is going to spice up the chaos side. You know, on the fluff side. Uh, you know, right, right now op- opposed to the you know you know the, the the chaos. I guess you know you know situation. You know. Uh, and what's happening there. I mean, right now, you know, everyone in the chaos side is what I'm trying to say, follows Arcan obediently. And we know that there's a lot of animosity between Bellacore and Arcan. That goes back all the way to damn near the storyline in 6th edition Warhammer Fantasy Battles. So we're talking mm-hmm. something in the, you know, early 90s uh, that this has been going on. So when you think about it, you know, uh, even in comparison, you know, order has, has has a lot more chaos in it than chaos. So uh, I like the way that chaos is kind of shaping up as a little bit more of a uh, streamlined uh, grand alliance. But I also like that they're starting to present Bellacore as kind of losing his patience here a little bit. You know, he wants to go back and be the ever chosen, and and I think that's going to spice things up as far as the uh, uh, the storyline. Because I'll tell you what, you know, I, and I know we got in a little bit of trouble for breaking this a little early on on, on a show a, a couple of shows ago, but. This storyline for Broken Realms has really taken off. I mean, if you look at look at the last storyline when you got Teclas beating the shit out of uh, Nagash, I'm going to tell right. you right now that that's uh, that's that that makes for great reading. That's good stuff. And so I think what we have here with this story arc is even better in a way because it's 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 your two bad guys, you know, the baddest of the baddies, and and they're going to square off because Bellacor has got something to uh, something to prove. Yep. That's definitely definitely where this book is going and the story arc is going because they've touched on a lot of the order side, a little bit of the destruction, but chaos has kind of been left in the lurch in mm-hmm. a lot of the story. Yeah, you know, except well, for you know, of course, Marathi, where we got Slanesh coming back at us full force. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I like how well I, I don't want to say that this is necessarily part of the Broken Realms, but you kind of touched on something. I don't know that they've been kind of left in the lurch, but there was kind of like a long bridge between them because. Really, right. in my opinion, the Broken Realms thing kind of started with the Wrath of the Everchosen storyline. You know, right about the time that we were getting uh, the Osiark Bone Reapers, and you kind of saw Archaon Triumphant come in, and and I kind of I kind of saw that that was kind of a good, uh, and and I don't think that it was meant to be that way, but that's just kind of way that I have it in, in my, in my brain. So I'm really looking forward to this mm-hmm. book. And honestly, you know, um, and we're going to talk about this here in a little bit when we get into Magakin and Nurgle, but, uh, you know, already Bellacor in a, in a Nurgle, uh, army is going to be, just going to, is no, going to yeah. be great. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really excited to see what he's going to be in really any chaos faction, I think, but I'm interested to see where the storyline goes. 
Uh, but but here's another guy we can't ignore either, man. We got uh, we got Lord Croak, and and this image right here, this thing broke, and I got to tell you what, it's absolutely amazing. Ugh. You know, and, and you know, here's what's funny. I'm going to be totally uh, kind of belligerent here in some of my, my comments, but I'm really not interested in about 90% of the Seraphon minis to be, if you want to know the truth, I'm really not. And I think that's a lot of the reason why you don't see a lot of that army on the table. Uh, plus the fact that it's probably a, a pretty expensive army to field. But I, I'm not really interested in about 90% of the Seraphon minis, but this one is absolutely on another level. I mean, they, GW meaning they, they really knocked this thing out of the park. I mean, gang two cents in a tin can on this sucker. What do, what do you think about this Lord Croak? Yeah, so my, my two favorite armies that I love playing is uh, a mixed demon army, which is usually led by Belcor, and then <laughs> uh, my, my my Seraphon have been in the my, the opposite of my Bretonians in the original box set since the beginning, and you know, I just love both both factions, and this book is going to be awesome for, for me personally. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what? I forgot about that, Randy. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That you, you, you do for a while there. You played Seraphon like crazy there for a while. Yeah, and that. then, yeah, I saw some of the uh, battalion boxes coming out for for this next book or whatever, and one of them has a bunch of giant dinosaurs in it. So it's just right up my alley. So big, big. Stuff. So let me, let me, let me ask you this. You know, King Kong versus uh, Godzilla. You're rooting for Godzilla, weren't you? Uh, actually, I'm a, I'm a King Kong guy, unfortunately, oh, when it boy. comes to kaiju. So oh, there, there, there you go. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. Justin, what are your thoughts, man, on old Croak? <laughs> this this model is absolutely gorgeous and fantastic. I am I am was stunned when I saw it. Um, stunned? I knew, we knew there was going to be a big void of magic when Nagash got his ass capped, basically. Yeah. Um, and... Them just sitting there and capitalizing on it and saying, "Okay, well, hey, Nagash is gone. Here's the here's the strongest mage in the in the realm next to Teclas, basically, maybe even stronger. In all honesty, he's actually stronger, in my opinion. Um, you mean and Croak? Well, Croak, yeah, yeah, he's much stronger than Teclas is. Um, and the model is just huge. I mean, our group did a somebody put a comparison poster." or picture up of the old croak model versus the new one. And right. the base size is different. The model is just almost double the size. And uh, just the fact that this is just replacing croak and not a standardized slan is kind of scary mm -hmm. in a way, because you're still going to have a slan model on that smaller base right? versus him yeah. with multiple headdresses. Yeah. yeah I, uh... You know, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. And you know what? Um, so, so do we know yet, uh, Randy or, or Justin? When does this sucker drop? Or pre-order? When, when is it pre-order this Saturday? When does this thing drop? I don't know if it's pre-order this Saturday, unless he's in the Pelicor book, and then he is. It's he. He is in the in the book. Okay. Uh, Spiky Bits had a thing of the prices and whatever, but I'm not sure if it was this weekend or next. Yeah, yeah. I kind of so, came across they, they, this a little bit late and want to throw this up there to talk about it. So we'll, we'll yeah. definitely have more information I, yeah. if we know it. All right, cool. Well, then, then, then you're going to have your big standoff right there. You'll have a, you'll have a new Seraph and Battalion coming in the in Bellacor, and you'll have a demon yeah, and, or un or demon esque based thing with Bellacor and the other side of it. And, yeah. So, so what? For what I what I saw, there's a Night Haunt Battalion box with the new uh, guy that they showed in the okay the the, the jailer or whatever the, 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 the jailer guy. Yeah, yeah. there was a. Uh, Bastiladon, Stegadon, and a Warchief on Stegadon battalion box coming out for the Seraphon. Yeah, which is why I said, oh, like, be you know, terror. right up my alley of, of big dinosaurs. If you remember when I played at Armed Forces Day, it was literally a Thunder Lizard. That's it. Yeah, I do remember but, that. But, uh, 
yeah, then they had a uh, they had a couple other factions, but uh, uh, they had a KO KO faction, like a little battalion. Uh, like I said, I, I found all this information probably about a couple hours ago on on Spiky Bits. So. Awesome, well, that's good. That's good to yeah. know. Yeah. What I mean, and that's the thing I like about the Broken Realm books in general is, yeah, we're getting them pretty quick, but they're not taking the same factions from book to book to book to book because right. they're hitting every faction's getting something, just depending on what book they're actually dumped into. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the only one that's getting multiple so far is the Cities of Sigmar, which has had three i think yeah. already which is ridiculous yep so well we're, we're gonna have to you know keep our eyes out for when croak actually drops but here's what we do know is dropping and you know lately uh grimdark live has been giving you uh, a lot of uh uh, information behind the scenes, behind the curtain uh, kind of looks. And we do know that uh, uh, this is coming out. So if you happen to hear our breaking news from this past Saturday, Grimdark Live broke first that we we're going to be getting a Hobgoblin-esque type of army in the Indominus-style release box for AOS 3.0. And uh, our very reliable source has confirmed that uh, this will be the new Destruction Army in the box set taking on the Stormcast in, again, that released uh, Indominus-style box set uh, for Age of Sigmar 3.0. And, you know, uh, when we say Hobgoblin-esque, because that's what our source told us, mm -hmm. uh, you know, does this mean they're going to have the Hobgoblin keyword? Possibly. Does this mean we're going to be possibly getting back some of the awesome, you know, uh, Git Mob type grots? Uh, boy, I hope so. I really do. I mean, that would explain why these awesome-looking Mongolian-looking, uh, you know, wolf riders really haven't been uh, brought into any other army like, say, you know, Gloomspite Gits or, or anybody like that. I mean, uh, we thought for a while there, there was a rumor that, um, uh, well, again, we, this wasn't a vetted rumor. This was just us talking that when uh, Sons of Behemoth were first coming out, remember everyone was saying, oh, maybe this is going to be their chaff unit or something like that. But uh, I think we're pleasantly surprised. Right. You know, it, was, it, um, was it the... Um, uh, the pirate, you know, grots? No. Uh, was it the, you know, the, the 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 bug people, the silent people? No. But, you know, I'm pretty happy with this thing because, I mean, there's there's hope here that we're going to get things back like, you know, and, and of course, when we're talking about uh, the potentiality of what this new destruction army is, yeah, maybe they're going to be hobgoblin-esque type get mob grots. So uh, that maybe we're going to see the nasty skulkers come back. Maybe we're going to, you know, mm -hmm. we, we know that we're getting the wolf riders. Maybe we're getting the wolf chariot riders back. Maybe we got snotling pump wagons. We got snotlings. You know, maybe we're going to see those suckers again. Uh, the Grot Spear Chuckas. Um, what else were there? Oh, the, 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 the Doom Diver Catapult. Uh, that was another one. Um, Doom Diver Catapult, yeah. And the Rock Lobber. So, um, you know, I, I really hope that this that this turns out to be something because I think, it's, I think that's a little bit of the nostalgia meets enthusiasm in a new army that uh, I think would usher in 3.0 rather nicely. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what we do know, folks, uh, that, again, it's going to be a Hobgoblin-esque type of uh, army that's going to be in the Indominus style release box set for Age of Sigmar 3.0. And I want to clear something up. Somebody actually uh, uh, asked me, are they calling it the uh, Indominus bot? No, they're not. Uh, we're, 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 we're pirating no. that term from 40k because that's the closest thing we can we can utilize to explain that because there's going to be the advanced copy of the rule book in there. There's going to be terrain just like what they did for the, uh, right. the, the Necrons and the Primera Space Marines in the 40k Indominus box. So uh, what do you guys think, man? Are we ready to hope get some more hobgoblin git mob back I, i'm ready for goblins in, in any form hobgoblin git mob whatever they come back i mean we need the large-scale horde army with either you know a billion wolf riders coming across the table with chariots yeah. and catapults i mean that would be fantastic just to mm. see you know your battle line being these wolf riders that are 20 30 man block of just wolves just tearing across the table like yeah. 14 inch movement and you know that with bows or whatever would be 
awesome. That would be that would be a great thing. I mean, Randy, what are your thoughts, dude? Hobgoblin, yeah. get mob. Pump wagons and I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and the pump wagons. Yeah, Hell you know yeah. what? Um, that uh, that definitely would uh, would be some awesome stuff. What do you think, guys? That, I think that might wrap it up for the news. Anything anything else you guys have for the news? I didn't really see anything else that caught my eye this week. Um, right. I mean, croak and everything else was the big was the big bread and butter of the news. For, yeah. For so me. for my yeah for my take one videos, I'm just gonna put it out there. It's gonna be a uh, couple couple weeks for the uh, uh, the orc on on boar. Uh, I've been having to deal with some stuff at home, so yeah, it's it's coming out. And, and I said, as I mentioned earlier, I'm doing all the the painting for the miniatures and stuff for the first battle report. So, you know, it'll be a pretty quick, like back-to-back video. I think just, you cool. know, it just been delayed because of the stuff at home. So. I, I totally, we totally understand that man, but all right. Uh, yep. myself and my couple of nurglings here, I mean, we're going to be right back to talk about the Magatin. <laughs> a public service announcement brought to you by frag factory 3d printing many of us have thousands of dollars in miniatures yet we play on flat tables with books and overturned tupperware to act as our fantasy and sci-fi landscapes we've all drooled over the tables we see in magazines lush with beautifully created terrain from all genres the crew at frag factory 3d printing want to wipe that drool from your chin and put it firmly on your friends and fellow gamers when they see your setup alien landscapes desert wastelands futuristic cities fantasy outposts elven forests demonic stronghold and so much more find out what you've been missing by checking us out on facebook at frag factory 3d printing or send us an email at frag factory 3d printing at gmail.com bring your own files or we will help you find what you've been searching for take your gaming to the next level with frag factory 3d printing we print life into your games tell them grimdark live sent you and your first hour of printing is free Hey gang, in all seriousness, get your terrain on the table and get it with Frag Factory 3D Printing. And remember, tell them Grimdark Live sent you and they'll give you one hour free. You can get them via email at fragfactory3dprinting at gmail.com or their Facebook page, Frag Factory 3D Printing. Frag Factory 3D Printing. Printing life into your games. Now, back to the show. Did you guys know that Randy's name in college was actually Sloppity Bilepiper? I mean, that's how often that guy, I mean, he was, he was doing keg stands and he was, he was well known at college as Sloppity Bilepiper. Randy, you want to tell that story about how you were once known as Sloppity Bilepiper? All right. Man, I just don't want, I don't want to turn the audience green. So I think we should continue <laughs> on. So. That's it. Well, folks, we are definitely here to talk about uh, Sloppity Bilepiper, Nurgle, the Maggotkin and... And, uh, yeah, guys, I've, I've been actually looking forward to this topic since we really kind of started planning this one uh, a while back. And, and uh, But they do have the greatest name. I mean, Nurgle, does, they have to have the greatest name of, you know, Epidemus. And, I mean, they have the greatest name of any faction, I think, in the game, right? Yeah. I would think I would so. Say so. So here's what we got, gang. Um, you know, being being uh, that they're currently the, ar- the the oldest army in the game, you know, Battle Tome, as we said earlier in the show from 2018, the Magakin of Nurgle may seem neglected, I think. 
uh, I've heard, you know, on different boards and kind of reading things. But uh, but they, they really do still stand the test of time as an army. And I believe that they're going to go 4-1 uh, or even, you know, 3-2 uh, and two with an inexperienced player. But 4-1 and one definitely um, in any given tournament. And I really believe that because, as I said kind of in the beginning of the show, this is an army that is both the general's army and uh, the army out of the box. The mm-hmm. Magakin really have had... Um, also, in recent times, I would say, uh, you know, a little life, you know, uh, isn't that ironic to say that about Nurgle, you know, life, uh, life breathed into them since the release of the 2020 General's Handbook. Um, there's been several key reductions since then in, in point reductions, uh, w- right. what I think has really kept them viable to date. So, gang, let's... Uh, Let's let's talk about the army as it stands right now, um, because I think that's really going to be that where we want to really look at Nurgle uh, at this point and Magatkin more 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 uh, concisely. But let's look let's look at the army where it stands now, and let's stick with units uh, that have benefited from this points reduction. And obviously, uh, the first thing that comes to mind are the Blight Kings. You know, and and the reason why this is a, a big deal is the Blight Kings have really have so many wounds per model. I mean, you know, being that I think they're down to, I think they're what they're they're 130 point, 140 points for 21 wounds. Uh, that's really four like wounds that. per model. Uh, the champion gets a plus one, and on a four plus save, that's really solid. Now, right. um, that means you can have over what 180 wounds for roughly. 1260 or some points or something like that off the top of my head and that's just your battle line folks that's just your battle line so i mean let that sink in blight kings magakin of nurgle right now that's your battle line and this really leaves you with 700 more points if you went with all blight king list uh for for heroes or for whatever else you may want in your army so uh really a very strong standpoint from from that army right out of the box so it's it's kind of mm-hmm. easy to see you know and again we can we're going to get into this of why i firmly believe that in, in the right hands you know of course the general i think you can definitely go four and one in today's game with this i mean but gang what do you guys think so far i mean blight kings and, and magakin of nurgle as they stand right now they're i mean you got four wounds per model at you know, like you said, 140 points for five for five models right. in your battle line, sitting at 180 wounds, whatever. The only downside on them is that they're slow, but you can fix that so easily with well, sure. one endless spell or or, and, or a character, you know, or a character. And the, the speed the speed doesn't become is becomes irrelevant at that point. And you, you just got this wave of just pestilent fatness coming across at you that's just you know gonna eat you or tie you down or lock you up i mean you put these guys on an objective and they're not going anywhere no especially with and, everything in place and that's, it's and, just, that's it, and that's something i want to bring up because you brought up a good point battle line. yeah well and uh, yeah but they're, but they're battle line and and this is something yeah. i want to bring up and then and then randy i want to get your your kind of point on this bounced off but i mean here's what it is if you take if you, speaking of blight kings if you take a whole bunch of them as many as you you feel like painting i guess Follow this up with at least one of each of their support heroes. Gut Rot Spoon would be my personal favorite. Harbinger of Decay, I like him, but sometimes that, that 4-plus ward save is a little too situational. Lord of Blights is another good one. Lord of Plagues mm-hmm. is, yeah, that's okay. But um, you don't necessarily use them every single time, but some are required for certain battalions. Now, Gut Rot gives you the outflank capability, Justin, that you were kind of talking about as far as working right. up their speed. But he gives you the outflank capabilities. The Harbinger, of course, gives you that feel-no-pain bubble. And and what I like about this book, uh, one of the things I'm going to be you know kind of sad about to see it kind of go is the fact that um, right now everything is within. 
not wholly within. So you're dealing with this whole right. book. This whole book right here is still, everything is still listed as within seven, within 14, and, and within 21, and not wholly within. And I really, really still like that. And I think that's what's helping this army do so well. Um, they're still the kings of the daisy chain. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Randy, what, what are your thoughts on this one so far? As, as Nurgle as it stands right now with, uh, let's just stick with the mortals. Yes, let's stick with the mortals. So you mentioned Blight Kings. You know they're fantastic. If you ta- if you're taking more than more than two units of them, like a small, uh, I've seen you know uh, units of five, like either two units of ten plus like an- another battle line, either mar- Marauders or uh, um, yeah, basically, yeah. I think Marauders from from Mortal side. You, oh yeah, you, now, now you're talking mortals. about yeah. now you're talking about mixing in Slaves of Darkness, and we are going to get that. We are going to get that yeah. here in a little bit because yeah. But then, like I said, like, then if you go if you go all Blight Kings, you know, like more than three units or whatever, make you know one of the best things to do is take the take the battalion and give them render like minus one across oh, the yeah. board or whatever. Yeah, you can. And that makes them that. even Blight even more fantastic. Yeah, and then and then it allows you to you know have a lesser drops and get more you know mm-hmm. get more out of your money basically. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, and that's really right. that's really the thing. I mean, you know, board coverage and drops, I think, are, are key to this. But let's let's keep this going here. You know, building around these 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 blight kings because one of the things that I really really enjoy is uh, taking a great unclean one. And I know that um, the other thing that I like and I love the model so much is the glotkin. And I know that a lot of them, a lot of times, people are kind of poo pooing on the glotkin. But I think I think it really is your your taste at that present time. But let let's stick with this. So we got the great unclean one. We got the glotkin, mm-hmm. and I think they're sitting at right around like three hundred and twenty points or something like that. So if you have if you have some, you know, if you have a if you have a great unclean one, let's just start there. I mean, I think that's going to be a pretty darn good behemoth or monster to work with. I mean, the great unclean one is really good for casting and speed. There you go, Justin. Speed. Yep. For your army, yeah. if you take that, the bell. That bell is that bell is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Can, and he has access to the endless spell cogs on top of that. Well, that's that and, and that's so so now you can have a lot going on. But I want to kind of put a little bit of defense out there for the for the Glotkin. And I get it. There isn't a lot of defense for the Glotkin. I get it. But let that's me have my moment. That's just because that's just because he's a monstrous creatures and monsters know, are in but, a bad place right but now. But let me but let me just let me just let me have my moment here and defend the Glotkin a little bit. Here's the thing why I think the Glotkin has a place if you want to play more casualty casual casualty casual type of game. Um <laughs> the the casualty for your opponent uh the glot can can give you that plus one to wound and plus one to attack through his command abilities and spells so that right there is worth something i mean you could do that glotkin bubble thing you know you just you just bubble wrap him and you move him around the mm-hmm. board like a lawnmower that's hysterical that's a lot of fun to do um but here's the thing let's go back to what i said earlier about this army if you, if you combine these point drops for the maggotkin battle line and the great unclean one all right it's easy to see what you know people have been doing and having success again with this uh what's the one called the thricefold that's what it is the thricefold mm-hmm. befoulement battalion which this thing runs three great unclean ones randy you and i were just talking about this not not too long ago um and and you can really run these great unclean ones uh in any flavor named exalted generic uh you, you can you can pretty much do whatever the heck you want but i mean what i think is great about this 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 uh, Thricefold bef- um, Befoulement, it, it buffs their innate spell, which is Plague Wind, for more damage and healing, as long as they're, you know, hanging out near each other and, and on the table and all that other great stuff. But I think that a lot of times, uh, I've seen recently with, with Nurgle armies, uh, they've kind of gotten away from using that battalion. And I think that's a hidden gem that's still alive and well in the Maggotkin of Nurgle book. Uh, right? Right? 
Yeah, well, well, from my perspective, I always liked playing the like the lot of three monsters. So. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of your thing. But speaking with the, sticking with the great unclean one, I mean, here's the thing, and I want to kind of talk about this 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 thrice this thrice fold uh, befoulment here because if you grab three of these, it's not only perfectly viable still, but it's a legitimate strategy. And I, I kind of want to throw that out there because the exalted one from uh, even the um, what's it the Forge World right that's still a pretty yes. cool option too if you wish the one where he's, he's like licking the he's got like he's like he's like butter knife licking the sword or whatever that is that thing's pretty cool um, you know he's a little tankier you know might hit a little harder but uh, I think he you know, I think he can take relics and and command traits and all that so not so bad but if you choose to go this route then then you can either go uh, Plague Bearer Battle Line or Blight Kings. Um, right. and it's most likely just a personal preference. I think I would go Blight Kings just because I kind of like the, the mortals, but we do have pretty, some pretty exciting stuff, uh, uh, just recently revealed for the, uh, for the Plague Bears. But I mean, uh, Justin, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you've played against them quite a bit. I don't think you're much of a Nurgle guy really, but you've played against Nurgle no, quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not a Nurgle guy as per se. I mean, I just, I don't know the aesthetic out of, of the army itself. It's kind of my, like my version of the Luminath and aware your version of Luminath, I should say, but sure. I'll play them. Uh, I don't. So, yeah, I think, I think sometimes it, it's a little bit of a personal, uh, personal preference there. Um, but so now let's let's kind of let's kind of move the needle here a little bit and talk a little bit about uh, what we what we do know and that's uh, that's this new Nvidia Plague host that's coming in that's going to give the uh, the Plague Bears a little bit of love. Some of the some of the demons of Nurgle uh, have been getting recently uh, in, in this in this Nvidia Plague host battalion. Uh, this of course is from the Broken Realms Tekla storyline. You know, Randy, you're familiar with this one, right? Yeah, the what? the Plague host in the not really. I didn't really read too much of the storyline yet. So. Right. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, you know, but what we do know about the, the NVIDIA Plague Host here is that um, uh, this thing, first of all, this this introduces some some new named Nurgle character. I think it's a it's Gordel uh, Pulp Skull, and this is the AKA the Sloppity Biopiper model, which is absolutely hysterical. Uh, probably my favorite name in the entire Nurgle list is Sloppity Biopiper. Um, so with, with GW, uh, releasing this war scroll battalion in a box set, this set provides plague bears led by, you know, their demonic support heroes, which again is sloppity bile piper, which is a herald of Nurgle and the spoil pox scrivener. Uh, that's to do with the big mouth. That's always yelling at everybody. And, uh, and, and the, he's also another herald of Nurgle. So, uh, I think that, uh, that this is kind of a good look ahead of what's going to be happening with the uh with with the nurgle army to come i mean justin you've been uh you, you were you were saying something there before i think you dropped I, out I, on I, us, but... apparently the my internet doesn't like me t- bad mouthing nurgle see <laughs> you got you gotta uh, you gotta you gotta i gotta be careful yeah apparently yeah uh no th- i mean this battalion that came in with the techless with the with the Techless book. book yeah techless yeah one it's a great buy because it's a great starting point for how many models are in the box mm-hmm. uh, for that little little sub-battle battalion that it is. It's a one-drop, and you get some pretty good advantages off of Happen, Mr. Sloppity, and Spoilpox running around with you. Sure. So, 
Sure. I, I almost I almost wonder with one of the abilities that they have just from the battalion and from Sloppity where you're adding a plus two to bravery. Right. If that's a hint is why if that there's going to be a rework with bravery in 3.0. Yeah, because why be. do you why, why do you need a demon with a 12 bravery? Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess because you don't want them to run ever in the history of never running on Battleshock ever. Exactly. That's why. Right. But we, we've had that discussion openly about how bravery and Battleshock in general is kind of a joke mm-hmm. engine right now, just right. simply because there's so many ways to go to usurp it. Basically, yeah. this is giving demons a, that are already a 10, a 12. So you have right. to eliminate 12 models out of a, right. Right. Yeah, that, that's I, crazy. It, it is. It is. And you know something? It, it's funny because, <laughs> you know, Plague... it almost makes me point over to see a, a change in that system. Right. I mean, Plague Bears, for the most part, and really for, for most Nurgle players, are the first unit that they're going to put in any of their lists. Uh, you know, and I know that uh, that the list I'm working on, I'm building, I know that that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, they're a solid battle line unit, and, and um, that is that is pretty darn durable, I guess. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, it's not really particularly offensive. You know, they're kind of pillow-fisted. Uh, but they're really great at holding objectives, man, honestly. And, and Plague Bearers are really good at holding objectives, thanks to their you know, built-in negative one to hit in combat uh, uh, in, in units of... Um, but also, too, in units of 20 or more, uh, they're discussing resilient rule. Uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, they, they get another negative one to hit, but then they're discussing resilient, which is a 5-plus ward save, makes them even better. I know that I've seen them mostly used as screening units because they can really stop up the middle of the field if enemy units are trying to bear down on an objective right. or, or another critical unit. Um and yeah, they're not they're not very fast, uh, but they are more suited to hold objectives in your territory, depending on your army build. So I think that uh, definitely the the plague bearers now, and you can kind of see the way the trend is going because look 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 at what uh, the, the heed knights of Slanesh did for a long time. They were a demon imbued army, and and the mortals were kind of a an afterthought. Well, look what they've done now. The mortals have kind mm-hmm. of kicked it up a notch. I think what Nurgle is doing for a long time with the Magikin, hence the name Magikin, Rotbringers, they really focused in on the mortals in that storyline. Uh, and I think what we're seeing now is kind of a trend back towards the plague bearers, which is I think is I think is great because that's going to feed into right. I think to seeing a lot more uh, great unclean ones and everything else, you know, more full demon units on the table. And we haven't seen that in a long time. I would say not since like eighth edition. I would say right. Yeah. So true. very true. Um, but you know, speaking of that, let's stick with the great unclean one here. You know, uh, we just we just kind of talked about this this big bloated bastard a few seconds ago. Um, he works really really well with plague bears. Um, you know, his command ability uh, is just a, a plus one attack on, on a demon unit, so it gives them a bit more of a punch. You know, because we said before, plague bears can kind of be feather fisted. Mm-hmm. He's also a demon hero, so as long as he's within, remember, not wholly within, but within seven inches, he's going to give them all rerolls uh, of, of a one. But it's the Doomsday Bell that really helps. And Randy, you were kind of you were kind of you know uh, pontificating on this one. And I can't I can't agree with you more. I mean, this is a cool piece of uh, of of kit, objective bell, whatever it is that gives Nurgle units within seven inches a plus three move, almost doubling their speed. So yeah, going going from the you know from you know the magic number seven, whatever, and then plus the the the, the trees that allow you to run and charge, and you're you're doing fantastic. Yep. So yep. Yep, the, the 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 one, and yeah, as 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 Sean said, uh, you know, if if you if you roll a a one d six, they uh, if you roll a one d six of them come back. That's in the battle shock phase, right? Yeah, it's the battle shock. When yeah. they roll one for battle shock, the yeah, all yeah. the other guys come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. here's really the secret sauce with plague bears. I mean, if you get plague bears where they need to be, 
they are really hard to shift. And and these two heroes, you know, we talk about uh, the great unclean one and, and even the Glotkin. You know, I'm going to go back when I say these two heroes. They they can really help solidify that that base of that army and, and kind of keep them there. Um, and, you know, I kind of want to go back to a mortal hero that just kind of popped in my brain here. Uh, unless you guys have something else to say on, on the plague bearers or the demons in general. All right, can, I, can I roll on with this one? Or you guys got something how to many, say? How many how many attacks does a plague bearer have baseline? Is it one? I think they just have one attack. Or two. Okay. So within within seven inches of the great and clean one, they add an attack. So that's two. Mm-hmm. Within 14, wholly within 14 inches of sloppity and one of his abilities, that makes him three. Mm-hmm. And then striking against a unit that Spoilpox has chosen as the count unit. Right. Four. Right. Yep. So they have four attacks per model on a 20-man unit with those three heroes around And don't forget, on a six, it's a mortal wound. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 80 attacks coming off of a 25-millimeter based demon that you're going to get almost everything in yeah now granted yeah it's, they're a one inch reach you know so with a good pile in you know you could have you could have a i mean already they're you know that that's really a good a good buff uh right to, to, to what they're to uh what they're plague, already, plague bears are, are 30 32 millimeter so they don't oh the 32 okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 reach yeah, over. Right. so yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah only demonettes are still on the 25s all the other threes are are 32s now so right, right. but you're still gonna you're still gonna you're get, still get, out gonna, out get yeah, 20 you're gonna be yeah. at least you're gonna get four attacks per you're gonna get a minimum 10 to 15 models into anything you attack mm-hmm. so you're getting 60 attacks at a, at a at a given throw right yeah and six is turned into mortals Right. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been practicing against a, a certain someone's Nurgle list, and it was he has a good solid unit of, of thirty plus plus Blight Kings is the other battle line. So right. right. Well, I uh, I got to tell you, I, I think that there's a lot of good things coming down for the for this army. I think that this, like I said, this whole new battalion and what they're doing for the demons. I think this is just kind of a a peek behind the curtain of what's going to be coming up for Nurgle or Magakin or whatever they're going to call themselves uh, come 3.0. But I want to throw in another character that I think that can actually be pretty darn good, you know, in and mm-hmm. around some Plague Bearers, and that's the Lord of Blights. Um, because even, even if you were to throw him in there with Plague Bearers or obviously Blight Kings, I've, you know, Lord of Blights, uh, his command ability basically doubles uh, the bonus of the Cloud of Flies, making units of, say, 20-plus uh, negative 2 to, to hit in combat. Now, here's the thing. You know, if you get this off, they're not going to die. I, I just want to, you know, the the range of this ability is right. 21 inches, and it's not wholly within. I want to keep pointing that out. Like, I really love that about this book, that they, 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 they don't have that wholly within. It's just simply within. So you can conga line that unit. So he doesn't even need to be year, near the unit. So the Lord of Blights really can can do wonders with with that command ability, and he can just be conga lined to them you know again yeah. within 21 inches so i think that um um i think that that what we're seeing so far as, as far as behind the, the behind the curtain on these plague bearers is, is pretty great but let, let's kind of stick with the war scroll because justin i want to kind of segue to that for a second because you since you brought right. up their attacks for the plague bearers um you know just baseline let's take away the special battalion here uh it's it, it it really is great and really captures what plague bearers are you know, I mean, right. plague bears. Let, let's just let's just say what they are baseline right now. They're slow. They're resilient. They're defensive. So uh, to start, they move four inches, which is not very quick. Though they yeah. are, uh, there are ways to buff them, right? I guess is the best way to put it. Which you know, we can we can explain later, and you can rehash for what this battalion does. And they have a five plus save as standard, which is average. But 
it's a disgustingly resilient save and that's you know that's technically a five plus plus you know five by five you know right. because you know they got a five plus baseline save plus a five plus feel no pain uh, and it really does help them. However, you know, you know, you, you gotta, you still gotta position them, right? But you can get them into cover now, and now they literally have a four plus save, mm-hmm. which By you know, five plus. Yep. yeah, you know, thanks, thanks to that, you know, uh, if if you put a, a demon hero nearby, they're gonna get in a a, a built in mystic freaking shield for free. You know, reroll saves of one. You know, so right. I mean, their bravery is already a ten. Which is awesome, and and with this battalion could be a twelve. Um, so you very rarely spend command points on on inspiring them. So uh, they they might be one of the better straight battle line, not battle line if, but straight battle line units in the game. But but real quick, Justin, kind of rehash what what this new battalion is going to be giving them. Just real real quick, high level. The Invidian okay, you're Plagos, about yeah. the Okay, so it's. Bile Piper, Spolpox, and two units of bugbearers, uh, and then they get um, if the unit if a unit first time a unit is removed uh, is destroyed, they replace ten models right straight to the board. Uh, it's nine inches away, six inches away from that. the board edge. You know the, the <laughs> standard the standard reinforcement tactic, and then they have the Rude Limerick, standard. which is that's the, awesome. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying standard standard tactic for how they deploy right. uh, a summoned unit or a secondary unit. You sure. Know, nine inches away, six inches from a board edge, that kind of right, thing. Right, 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 right. And then the rude limerick, which is adding one to their bravery for the use of a command point. Right. You know, wholly within 14 of a, of a hero, which you're always going to have sloppity there or you're going to have spoilix there. So you're going to have a hero standing next to him to make them that Battleshock 12. I mean, if if I was building a list, I'd have I'd take two of these battalions. In all honesty, yeah, yeah, they're 120 two, points a piece. Yeah, I'd yeah. take two of them and max out the plague bearers in the units, so you have 20 220s or 230s or whatever they happen to be with spoilix and 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 sloppity and, and take and, and take two of them and then two greater demons and probably a uh, bunch. Of- Sean Sean chimed in and stuff, and he said the sub faction in the Wrath of Chaos. If it's all Nurgle demons for Magakin. It says the subfaction gives enemy units uh, within three inches minus one to their rend. Yep, and Sean, we are going to so, be talking about that one here, my friend. You, you brought up a great one. You're absolutely right, right. And, and that's so coming if going, up. If you're going all demons, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. If you're, if I'm, all, if, I'm just saying, if I was doing an all-demon list, I would take two of these because it covers all your battle line and it covers a good chunk of your heroes that make them solid. And then, like you're saying, the greater demons in there, taking two of them, you know, just to filter in and heal them as they're walking forward or mm-hmm. putting them or tar pitting the living hell out of an objective with this unit. Right, right. This so let's, let's, let's go back to something else that's kind of an innate great thing about these about these plague bearers here. And I know we're kind of stretching the taffy on these plague bearers, but they deserve it. They deserve it. I want to right. touch on this command group for this unit because I, what I'm trying to emphasize here is we're kind of talking about all these ancillary things that make this unit great, right? This battalion mm-hmm. here, this book there. But we got really got to look at what plague bearers right. are as the unit. I mean, their command group for these guys is pretty interesting. As the champion has a plus one attack, which is standard but still good. The piper uh, makes the enemy unit uh, within six inches reroll battle shock tests of a one, which is great. Uh, and and I mean, think about it. This is this is pretty great against other demon units. You know, let, let's throw that out there. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the the best is easily the icon, which when you roll a one for Battleshock tests, instead of losing models, this is what Sean was bringing up here in the chats, you're going to get D6 models back. Right. So, uh, and, and you think about this, if you couple this with that battalion, where even if you lose a battalion, you get 10 more, or uh, lose the uh, unit, 10 more pop back. 
I mean, this is this is really where I think this army is going to uh, really be back on the board. You know, when, when Magakin first came out in 2018, they had these kind of shenanigans, the staying power, this resiliency that no one in the game knew how to do, deal with at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, here, and this is why I want to go back to this. I mean, their, their attacks are not great. All right, I get it. Right now, baseline only only one attack that hits on a four plus and wounds on a three plus. So so there's there's and no rend. I get that. I'm talking baseline war scroll here, gang. You know, basically, uh, don't expect them to kill much. You know, if they're if they're unsupported, right? However, with some buffs, like we're you know you kind of listen to us kind of talking here. I'm kind of rehashing this real quick. Um, they can be okay in combat. Um, where they excel is is board control, and I think this battalion by being able to bring you know, 10 more back if you happen to lose them is, is more emphasis on that. Uh, they're, they're discussing resilient save is another emphasis on that. So, you know, I think, um, I think the secret of this army with plague bears, I should say this unit is you need to get them where they need to be and they need to be very difficult to kill thanks to their cloud of flies rule, which, uh, you know, basically gives them a negative one to hit, as we were saying, versus shooting mm-hmm. uh, all the time. But if there are 20-plus models in the unit, then they have a negative one to hit in combat and negative two to hit versus shooting. So you, this combined with their disgustingly resilient really makes them very survivable, if that's even a way to put it, especially right. for, for a battle line unit. So I think that, that Plague Bearers are going to become the new go-to unit. Um, and I think I think Blight Kings are going to be moved into more of that uh, heavy hitter type of auxiliary type of um, uh, piece in, in, in the upcoming Magakin or Nurgle or whatever they're going to be called in, in 3.0. But I think right now, if you're a Nurgle player, you'd be remiss not get your hands on a bunch of uh, right. Plague Bears. Well, so, one, thing in, one thing in some of the games, I, my, a lot of my re- recent games as I've been as noticing is that having a negative one rend is kind of trumped by having 80 attacks. I mean, the more dice you throw in, the more damage you can do. It's law of averages. And yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a law of averages. And sometimes, yeah, having that negative one is great when you're fighting something that's sitting on a four plus, you know, three plus, four plus armor. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're still throwing 80 dice at the three plus monster, that right. monster is going to die. Yeah. You, you know, it just, it's just, it, it's overwhelming amounts of attacks and, since you're only spending, you know, maybe 400 points or for, for this whole battalion or whatever, having that amount of tax coming through. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, trust me, man. Trust I mean, me, as I'll, an I'll, player, I'll I know up, that. I'll give up the negative one rend for having 80 attacks coming off a unit. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, Randy, what are your thoughts on the plague bearers, man? Yeah. I just glad they got some, some love. And I said, I'm, <laughs> putting them all mine on 32s because they, they did get upgraded from, <laughs> yeah. from, 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 from those 25 mil, uh, squares. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, you know, I kind of I want to throw a little bit of nostalgia back. While you guys were talking, I was reading here on the good old Taliban and Nurgle. And, uh, you know, it's funny. And don't get me wrong. I think this NVIDIAN Plague Host is, is, a, is a good battalion. It's a nice gesture on the part of Games Workshop. When I say nice gesture, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is I think it's a good peek behind the curtain of what's coming up for Nurgle. But... Um, I got to tell you, even sitting at this this old book, 2018, where it says now, I, I don't think that it really lives up to what the Taliban is. Um, I right. mean, you know, even if we were to look at, you know, uh, in, in comparison, you know, um, I, I think the Taliban might slightly edge this battalion out, which I'm, I'm actually, you know, pretty proud to say for uh, the Nurgle army, because 
this this battalion i think is uh it, i'm talking about the taliban here you know kind of encompasses everything that that the 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 nvidian plague host already brings in but you know i think the only thing that it doesn't do is that you, you're not you're not bringing back models but i think i think the, the 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 droning masses and the disease pestilence personified and things that are that are found in the taliban i think are uh, maybe edge it out a little bit, which is kind of cool to be able to say because an older book. But again, um, to mm-hmm. kind of wrap up the talk on the, on the, on the Nvidian Plague Host, I think I think it's a good promissory note from Games Workshop that something good is about to happen for Nurgle. Um, right. And here's the thing: if 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 if, and I think if if you uh, find this battalion, you know, uh, useful, you know, go ahead and try it. So I'm not I'm not knocking it at all, you know. But I mean, I think Taliban is is pretty much the way the way to go. I mean, Randy, you played against it quite a bit. What do you think, Taliban? Yeah, so like he he buffs everything across the board, which is which is nice, you right. know. You know, it, you know, if you do mix some mortals in and some other stuff, you know, right? It is it is you know slightly better. So well, here's here's what yeah. I'm thinking. You know, and while you guys were talking, I was thinking about what I said earlier about the thrice fold. And then thinking about Taliban and kind of looking at, looking at what Plague Bears. And let me just throw this out there for some of your more seasoned Nurgle players. Here's my thought right now. I think if you field this battalion, uh, I'm talking about the Taliban and Nurgle, with Thricefold, two command points, uh, Endless Gift, the Wither Stave, um, might be something fun for a fun-to-competitive-style game. You know, that might, that might actually get you out there. I mean, when you talk about the Endless Gift... Uh, what this is here in, 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 in the Magakin book is in the Battleshock phase, uh, you roll a dice for every wound suffered by the Great Unclean One This you know for that turn. And on a 4+, plus, you're going to heal that wound. So now all of a sudden, that big bloated bastard is, st- is sticking around. And I would put this on my Bell Blade Great Unclean One to keep my best spellcaster uh, and movement buffer alive to, and, and to mitigate the, the, the damage taken from the, the Putrid Offering ability, which I'll, I, you know, I'm sure I would be spamming to, to make sure all of my you know, Plague Wind and Spell Portals are, are, are successful. But uh, the Wither Stave, that's, that's, that's an auto-take, I think, in any Nurgle army. Um, you know, it, it should be really the first artifact, in my opinion, taken in any Nurgle list. I mean, this thing is enemy units that are going to be within 12 inches, I believe 12 inches, yeah, 12 inches um, of the bearer. They're going to reroll sixes to hit. So easily one of their best artifacts as far as in the entire mm-hmm. Nurgle book. Maybe the best in the game. Quite possibly, I think if you look yeah, all in, just because it cancels a lot of those exploding sixes abilities too. So yeah, that's like, unless you're right, it does. Yeah, it's it's yeah. going to be hell on this Slanesh army, but I think it would probably protect all three great unclean ones from from melee attacks since they since they need to stick so close in in that in that thricefold battalion to get their bonuses. So, you know, it also protects you know enemy abilities that 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 activate on a hit roll of a six, like you were saying. You know, the exploding sixes, Randy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, and, and I know those are few and far between, but if you can block those things out, that's that's a big deal. So uh, this is almost certainly going to be, you know, if the artifact remains in the army moving forward, um, it's going to be a definitely an auto take for me at that point too, you know, for for sure. So, um, but gang, what do you guys? Uh, what are your thoughts, man, on, on what we talked about here so far with the uh, with the plague bears? And the demons and the great unclean ones and man, bread and butter units, great units to have. I mean, and that box set that came from this battalion is for yep. the money is well worth it. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's a great it's a great starter jump. You're getting you're getting the, the 22 models in there. That's the two 10 men units and the two heroes. It's 90 bucks, and you pair that with the other demon box starter box collecting box that's out there, and I think you've got something like. 
a thousand or twelve hundred points, right? Which is a great jump for yeah. for less than it would cost you to build, you know, it piecemeal, so to speak. Right. Right. So. Right. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, man, a lot more good stuff coming up uh, with uh, with the maggot kin and, and Nurgle in general. Mm-hmm. Hey, gang, I wanted to take a break in today's show to introduce one of our sponsors and a great store for all of your hobby needs. That's GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Open seven days a week, 12 to 12. GameStorm Gaming has got you covered for all of your hobby and gaming needs. They got Magic the Gathering, War Machine, X-Wing, Game of Thrones, Force of Will card game, PC gaming and repair, Warhammer 40K, and Age of Sigmar, and a ton more. Grab paints, brushes, cases, dice, and a lot more at GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Stop in and see John and the gang there at GameStorm Gaming, located at 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois or check them out on their website at GameStormGaming.com. Again, that's www.GameStormGaming.com. They also stay open past midnight for special cases and events. So get over there and get your nerd on with GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois, 630-243-9330. Again, that's GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois. GameStorm Gaming is a proud sponsor of Grimdark Live. We hope to see you there. Hey, you Grimdark goons. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. But hey, if you're new to the Grimdark Live experience, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and like our show. This way you'll always know when it's time for Grimdark Live. And if you're a returning listener... Thanks for being back. We love all you dice-chucking, glue-sniffing gamer goons. Also, please recommend us to your friends, as Grimdark Live is a great show to get your nerd on every week. And if you like some after-ear action, give our podcast a listen after the live show. The podcast is typically published a couple of days after the live show. The link to the podcast is in the show notes below. And if you're already listening to our podcast, you rock, man. And if that ain't enough for you, check out our website at www.grimdarklive.com. Again, that's GrimdarkLive.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. Beast and Nurgle, man, we're going to start talking about them. We know we 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 kind of we kind of jumped to the uh, the next portion of the Nurgle topic and forgot about the beasts and Nurgle. Dustin, talk to us, man. We got some new stuff with the with the uh, the beasties and Nurgle. Yeah, these uh, these were the uh, the the third unit of the book for Techless book that got up a, a, a War Scroll update. Yep, and their points have fluctuated a couple times now. I think they uh, they dropped to seventy points per model from a hundred, then they went back up to a hundred. Now they're up to like what one hundred twenty a piece now. Yeah, something like they, that. They've been they've been bounced around. Yep. Randy, what are they now? One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. yeah, it's kind of costly for what they are, but they are a five inch move. Uh, eight wound model with a five and five save. But the thing that makes right. them kind of disgusting is their abilities. And it's oh. this, this attention seeker, which is mm-hmm. literally giving them the ability to retreat and count as flying for a retreat and still have the ability to charge later on in that turn. So you get them stuck in you retreat and then you charge back in, but that leads into their acid trails, which right. as they retreat, they have a, they leave a three inch acid trail behind them, which does a die three mortal wounds on a four plus, 
and then they charge back in and hit you with their battering ram ability, right. which is another D three on a on a two plus. But but here's so what's great guys, about them: they they can pass through. They they can pass across other models in the same manner as a model that can fly when uh, when when yep. they make this when when they do this attention seeker type of a move, so right. you know 120 points is a deal for what these things can do. These things you could literally here's what's hysterical you could are you telling me you could literally snipe characters with these things? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah and the, and the scary thing is they are technically beast of they are Nurgle beast or demon beasts. Mm-hmm. Neural demons, so they do actually also benefit from the the singing capabilities of Mister Sloppity and the abilities of the yep. um, of the, the other guy. So Who you put these guys. Climax? Oh yeah, the gardener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he buffs them as well. So you stick these guys, you know, next to your battalion, and you use them as literally giant plague torpedoes that you're firing at heroes. Yeah. Well, what's, what's <laughs> so, great so, about so a list that, that I've always wanted to make is. Uh, when Blight Wars came out, you had the character on the giant snail or whatever. Yeah, Horticulus Slimax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He can plant one tree, which you know, which means if they're close enough to the tree, they get to run in charge. And they have a Beast and Nurgle bubble that allows them to re-roll to wound. Well, here's the thing. And, and don't forget about uh, Horticulus yeah. Slimax's uh, 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 ability, which is the Beast Handler, which he can re-roll failed charge rolls and hit rolls for one friendly beast and Nurgle unit while they're within seven yeah. inches of, of this guy. So you, you take that coupled with the attention seeker with exactly what you said, Randy, these guys yeah. are well worth 120 points. Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, I said, like I was, I was working on a casual list of, of six beasts and Nurgle for 600 points or yeah. They're literally <laughs> nuclear plague torpedoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's that's just one thing that I think. Again, when we talk about kind of a sneak behind the, you know, the the, the peek behind the curtain of what GW is going to be giving us for upcoming Nurgle, and, and let's uh, let's well, let's not be too quick to forget, you know, when Nurgle first came out in 2018, the Magakin. I mean, did they or did they not turn the entire gaming world on their ear? I mean, oh, yes. nobody knew what the hell to do with that army, and uh, you know, so I think they were the first ones to really show up. And you know, I mean, obviously, Legion of Gosh had their gravestones, and they they had that. So I guess a lot of people say that was, I, I think what people say is that was one of the first, you know, tabletop terrain features. But to me, in my mind, the Fessalent Naromaw was the first terrain feature that they had. But, um, yeah, you know, so, so, so that's, that's right. What we know as far as baseline Nurgle Magakin, but you know, here's the thing. We also know that Nurgle finds friends, you know, outside of the battle tome to, to, to plague with. So, uh, the, you know, I, I think that when we look at the, the things that you're able to connect to Nurgle, if that's the way to put that, I think there's mm-hmm. another benefit in building this army as it stands right now. And so uh, let's just take, for instance, the, 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 the cast supplement, the, the wrath of the ever chosen. Right. So Nurgle has gained, what is it? Four new sub factions to work with. Uh, one is centered around blight Kings, uh, one for the, the pustrial blight Lords, and the other two are for demons. Mm-hmm. And none of them are, I would say, an auto-include. So, you know, if, if, if you like the command traits and, and the relics from, from the Battle Tome, there's really no reason to do that. But at least you have a few more options available to you when you're, when you're building. And, and I'll tell you why I kind of want to tie this together. Because I think Slaves of Darkness Battle Tome uh, and the Plague Touch Warband Battalion is really the way to go if you're looking to kind of incorporate things a little bit. I mean, this battalion can... You know, be used in either uh, uh, Slaves of Darkness or Nurgle alliances, mm-hmm. which makes it you know pretty versatile battalion. Which uh, of the of the recent success of the non uh, Zeech Chaos armies uh, has really been thanks to to um, 
this battalion in the Slaves of Darkness subfaction, uh, what is it, the um, Knights of the, the, the Empty Throne. Right. So I think that um, Nurgle really found an enrichment point in, in that Slaves of Darkness book. I mean, the faction places a particular focus on the Varengard, of course. I'm, of course, I'm talking about the Empty Throne one here for a second, uh, making them, you know, heroes and occupying the, 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 the leader, you know, battlefield role and grants them some unique command traits and, and relics. So mm-hmm. while you wouldn't be using the Magakin Allegiance or the, the the book if you went this route, you would be playing a Nurgle army. Uh, and it really just depends on your, your definition of how Nurgle uh, you want to be and, and how you want to build that. But, you know, Nurgle offers these Slaves of Darkness-esque armies probably more of a buff than I would like to, in my opinion, than any of the other Chaos Gods do. So, so. What I want to throw out there, guys, I want to get your opinion on this, is the Slaves of Darkness itself. Uh, so here's the thing. And, and Justin, Randy, you guys are students of the game. You guys understand what I'm about to say, but I want to hear your point of view on this. Let's stick with Slaves of Darkness here real quick. So if you give them the Nurgle Mark of Chaos, right, they gain the Nurgle keyword and can be valid in a Nurgle list. Units worth looking at as far as that I think would be good to include in this that I've seen and actually kind of toyed around with with great success. Randy, you brought up the Marauders earlier, but I would also say the Varengard, uh, Warriors of Chaos, Sorcerer Lords, Chaos Lord on foot, and maybe the the, 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 the Karkadrak Lord. I can never pronounce that right. Karkadrak, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think if, if you're even more comfortable breaking away from the Magakin book, you can even go down the, the Plague Touch Warband in, in the new Marathi supplement. Uh, you know, I think a couple of shows ago, Justin, you and I were kind of talking about that, but you can go, mm-hmm. you can go down the new Marathi supplement for Slaves of Darkness, you know, play as idolaters, uh, and, and mark right. your chariot Lord as, as Nurgle, uh, and then take a lot of Warcry warband units. You know, you get there with, with untamed beasts, iron golems and whatever the hell else, the splinter fang, you know, uh, the, the splintered fang units, all those right. kind of guys. But guys, what do you think about that? When we talk about Slaves of Darkness, how we can incorporate that into into Nurgle, and, and what are some things that you guys have seen or maybe done? Um, I would have to say probably what you were talking about with the um, the Marauders and things of that, and putting the Mark and Nurgle on them and just using them as chaff. You know, just, <laughs> go I mean, die, go die. Yeah, basically, you know, using them using them as springboards for the rest of the army. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Slaves of Darkness they're they're in their own special place. But when you start combining them with other things, they they are the chaff that needs to be sacrificed. Yeah, you know that's just that's just the way they are. Um, I mean, my personal opinion, I would I'd rather see these these newer things used more towards the wrath of the ever chosen in the all. You pick a demon from any demon list or any demon army you want, combine it down, and that includes the Skaven demons. Yeah, you, you, okay. you know that that's that's where I would see more of this shining. You know, taking the the Iridian Plague Host in that list. Oh, you're going back to that one. Okay, so you're, oh, you're yeah. incorporating. Are you talking? You're, you're talking about incorporating that with the Wrath of the Ever Chosen book. Uh, Wrath of the Ever Chosen. Yeah, the the one that allows you to take demons. Basically, any well, demon got, from across the, all the, the chaos. One, and, yeah, the ones that allow to take demons. In that are the 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 Munificent Wanderers, uh, the Drowning yeah. Guard. Yeah, I think those are the two that that allow you to right. take pure demons. So you're just, talking, you probably take it with the Wanderers. Right, I would yeah. probably go with the Wanderers. That way, I can incorporate you know, Skaven demons into my list and things of that matter. And then I'm crossing, crossing three books at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, my options get, my options get even bigger. Well, that's, that's the beauty about Nurgle. I mean, Randy, what do you think, man? Yeah. As like I said, good, good start is the, the 40 Marauders. 
you know, so a sorcerer mm-hmm. lord allows them like a target, you know, slays the darkness unit to reroll hits and wounds, which is huge for right. you know large right. numbers of like large units with tons of attacks. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the large you know Lord Carcadrac is you know <laughs> is is great too for yeah, buffing. Yeah, at that point, like, we're getting right nice too. Yeah, yeah. We're getting to that same thing where it's yeah. oh, here you go, eighty attacks coming off of a unit, multiple units. Hey, I got five units on the table that do eighty attacks per unit. Have yeah. fun dealing with it. Exactly, yeah. and and that's just <laughs> the thing. That's just the thing about it. I mean, you know, when when you talk about the slaves of darkness, I really think there's a lot of depth there because, and and you know what it is, guys, it's the little innate things that you're able to do with say the say the plague touched uh, battalion the plague touched warband I'm sorry battalion right um, and with the slaves of darkness like for instance you know if 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 your whole army is marked in nurgle right your opponent is will take mortal wounds for having the audacity to try to punch you in the face in the combat i mean that that's 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 pretty great you know definitely a a, a good time i mean that and that's something that that that, that battalion uh, offers you right out of the slaves of darkness book right. You know, and if you're if you're really fancy, I'm going to kind of throw this one out there. Uh, maybe you take Arcan. You know, maybe you take the Ever Chosen himself. I mean, you you can probably you know you can't go wrong with having one as a. I don't know, maybe a fallback unit, uh, just in case type thing, uh, since he works in just about all mono god chaos armies. Um, right. So and and he's he's good at sporting each one of the keywords. So in addition mm-hmm. to say Slaves of Darkness, you know, you can kind of you can kind of throw him in there. Uh, oh, I guess he is Slaves of Darkness, but you can kind of throw him in there as well. But I think I think there's a lot of depth when you're incorporating Nurgle, and I think honestly, I think Slaves of Darkness just become better under Nurgle, better than Corn Slanesh. Zeech, I, I really, really do, um, because I've, you know, uh, I've, they've done it for my Beastie Boys, which I'll bring up here in a minute. But I mean, uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, on the, on the note of of like other gods or whatever, I think yeah. Nurgle is one of the, the best to, to buff Slays of Darkness. And Slanesh was a, was a, a close second or whatever. But when the new book came out, they did change a bunch of their mm-hmm. rules to uh, he, you know, Hedonites of, of Slanesh only or whatever. So mm-hmm. that really really nerfed the the crossover compatibility of, of slaves for them. Well, so I think Nurgle is the new home for them. So. Well, and Zinch is kind of the same way in, in their regards. I mean, even looking at Corn, they've got the same regards as well. They're they're all kind of locked in their own faction, and their keywords kind of lock them down to where incorporating mortals makes it a little tricky. Nurgle, being that they're a 2018 book and don't have those limitations of keywords right yet, mm-hmm they got that broad base that they can just sit there and be like, Hey, I just can spread my plagues with love everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just kind of had a weird thought, kind of listen to you guys talk about it. And I think, you know, Justin, you just brought up the whole corn thing and I know I'm taking a left turn at Albuquerque here, uh, That's, but it needs, it almost needs to be said though. But, 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 but here's a weird thought. What about taking uh, corn skull cannons? Now think about this to give the Nurgle, units now obviously they're, they're you know the, the corn demons on the skull cannons are not going to take the nurgle keyword i get that but again i'm taking mm-hmm. a left turn to albuquerque here and even looking at things that you could attach to your nurgle army that maybe aren't going to get the nurgle keyword take corn skull cannons this could give nurgle some some shooting both in the shooting phase and even in the combat phase you know if say the skull cannons get stuck in an unfortunate type of position you know or you need them to kind of hold up a unit i think there might be kind of a corny way that you could even find some synergies by taking skull cannons with them you know for, for i mean think about well, it though for a nurgle army yeah. uh yeah. Whose, whose primary output is close combat you know giving yourself some range threat is, is not a bad option but randy what were you going to say 
I, I've, I've tried the three soul grinder list and it didn't really have too much of a good outcome. But that said, like, well, I'm really excited for the Belcor book coming out because he is a mixed demon, you know, faction or whatever. Like, right. one of my favorite, my, one of my favorite lists is is a whole bunch of corn dogs with a bunch of flamers of, of Zinch or whatever. And, you know, that was one of my go to armies for, for from back in the day. Yeah. Well, you know? you're, you, we kind yeah. of already see that with the Wrath of the Ever Chosen all demon list. You I know, do, the, I do the, enjoy the, that. The, yeah, the multi demon. I mean, yeah. you're, you make your main body Nurgle, and then you take skull cannons, and you take exalted flamers of Zinch with little baby flamers running around. And next thing you know, you you got you got plagues burning in all areas. Yeah, and the only thing I didn't like about that is disgusting resilient didn't really work with the the free after save with them. You know. Yeah. But, well. You know. But. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I gotta be I gotta be careful with my left turn at Albuquerque uh, thoughts here because you know, uh, uh, Housey one thousand <laughs> did say those skull cannons are, are so bad, and you know, dude, they are bad. I you know what it was. I, I think I think I had like a brain blip or something like that, and I just went, let's talk about let's talk about skull cannons. You want to know? I because probably because nobody brings up Wait. skull cannons. I bet you you're going to go another month and watch ten Those other were... shows, and no one's going to talk about skull cannons. Go ahead, Randy. Sorry. <laughs> Those were great back when they were actually cannons in the old when edition. They, you know, they were, were actually yeah. ROP, but now, yeah, cannons yeah. don't don't get it. Cannons don't get it done anymore. Soul grinders, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't, Cannons in general don't get it done unless they're able to hit you on twos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. That's true. But I'll, t- I'll tell you, you know, something else I want to bring up. And I'm OK, guys, you got to bear with me because, you know, second to my love of my my, my nabos here is my beastie boys. So I'm going to talk about probably, in my opinion, in my humble, egotistical uh, warped opinion. It, it belongs in the scrap, not, 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 see- not launching scrap in, in the scrap. Folks, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, Randy, Randy's been drinking. Uh, don't listen to him anymore. He's, just, he's, he's out there just, you know. Randy was asking me earlier how, how much he's vodka did you put nice in your scrambled eggs. Okay, let's, let's get back to this real quick. So Beast of Chaos, I want to talk about this one. Um, and, and, folks, you know I love my Beastie Boys, man. I, I love them. And, and, and what, what, I, what I like to use in my Beast of Chaos is the Magican Allegiance uh, to use the, 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 the Nurgle magic that, that, that I can apply to my Beast of Chaos using the, the Pestilent Throng uh, mm-hmm. Beast of Chaos Battalion right out of their book. And um, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I like the Plague Touched. Uh, this is uh, both a Nurgle and a Beastman Battalion, so it's interchangeable. Uh, the Beast of Chaos have been, I guess, struggling for a, a, a little while, but uh, there are a few reasons I've actually played this with my Beastie Boys. So here's what I want to throw out there. The Nurgle Wizards... Uh, that we have access to are not particularly reliable. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, I mean, like outside of your great unclean one and stuff. I think that, um, especially in, in the in the current you know haves and haves nots. I mean, as far as you know, meta of magic is what I mean. You know, dominance where, unfortunately, the magic can definitely fall into the have nots category. I don't think that I don't. Th- I think for the most part, we kind of suffer a little bit on the you know casting of seven and all that kind of stuff. I think they're. Uh, their saving grace does come when using the, the, the spells to buff units and beasts of chaos in particular. And this is kind of where I'm, I'm taking the roundabout to kind of explain why I'm, I'm saying the beasts of chaos are probably a great synergy piece or an army piece with, uh, with, with, with Nurgle. So beasts of chaos, let's look at it this way, are already really fast. So they're curing one thing that Nurgle doesn't have is speed. Um, and, and many of them, you know, when I talk about beasts of chaos, they have the built-in run and charge rules. So that's removing the need for the Fessalin Narl Maw. To you know, to really be you know anywhere in the middle of the board, by utilizing say a, a, a ton of other speed buffs available to the Beast of Chaos, you know your your have not wizards can really sit outside the spell range of of your opponent's wizards and and buff the Beast of Chaos, and then you can launch them all the way across the table, um, like little beastman shaped 
you know, machine guns, I guess, you know, and, and that's where you're able to actually do that. And that's why I really like incorporating the Beastmen with, with, with the Nurgle, uh, battalions. I mean, so if you think about it this way, the, the primary spells that I would recommend for this are blades of putrefaction, uh, fleshy abundance, uh, blades are going to give you a mortal wound on a six plus to hit. And, and unlike, uh, some other units that don't benefit from that, you put that on some Bestigors, Ungor Raiders, and some Senegors, uh, all come with built-in plus ones to hit and re-rolls to hit uh, and a metric ton of attacks. You know, Senegors can notably have at least six attacks uh, a model uh, with built-in plus Oof. one to hit and with uh, with a movement value of almost 30 inches. So again, I want to go back to why I think Beasts of Chaos are probably the best fit for uh, a Nurgle. But, you know, and this is 30 inches before charging with any other plus one to pylons. You know, should they make sure. it, of course. Um, and should they make it. Uh, this can make for some pretty nasty, nasty combinations. I mean, I I think I've actually played this particular army that I'm talking about against both of you guys. Yeah, you have. Yep, you You have. I I think at times (laughs) I've thrown in my my beloved jabber slice, Hansel, Gretel, and, and Augustus. Those beautiful which little don't, babies. Which don't, which don't hit for shit, but hey. Hey, you know what? You watch your mouth, Justin, damn it. You know, we're, we're trying to have a show here. You can't insult the jabber slice like that, damn it. I'm playing with you. I'm no, I know. You know, uh, you know the, the funny thing is, is um, but, they but fall, most they of They fall all, under that monster curse. That's the problem. Yeah, they do. And they're t- they're t- I don't think I've made a tail attack in five years. But uh, <laughs> the, the problem that I've run into with, with the Beast of Chaos, you know, tied in with Nurgle, uh, with this specific list, I guess I should say, is that the casting is far too un- unreliable, I and mean, we still fall into that too. And and if you don't get mm-hmm. it off, uh, they'll you know they're most likely going to be, again a lot of a lot of pillow fisting you know that's going to be happening there with you know three plus and four plus armors. So uh, if if that's who they're fighting against, so I think a lot of it you know could be kind of a, a push in the middle if, if you're not careful. But I think right. all in pound for pound, I think beasts of chaos probably are do probably the best when incorporated with 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 nurgle um at least in my experience at least in my experience right and i think and i think that's one of the biggest problems that nurgle faces right now is if they don't get their buffs or their synergies in place that's where they that's where they're hitting that wall yeah you you know but that's that can be said for almost any army out there barring some of the newer ones that have hit the tables i mean i'm not gonna lumineth or that, that they don't count towards that. No, they, no, they no. Um, but it's it's funny. I'm I'm looking on here and how and, and how's he one thousand? You know, he he uh, he brings up. He said, uh, uh, but are they bringing more to a hammer than plague monks? Okay, now you made me bring up the Skaven. Okay, yep. let's let, let's talk about this here, Skaven. This is a this is a weird one since uh, plague monks had their war scroll changed. It's something we we've seen far less often you know we, we haven't really mm-hmm. seen a lot of plague monks and i guess you're still able to bring you know any clan pestilence skaven units because they they share the nurgle keyword i get that right uh my favorite trick for 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 this allegiance loophole is taking a vermin lord corruptor and a warp lightning vortex you know since you know you know they're they're still a skaven wizard and they can cast vortex and who the hell doesn't like casting the warp lightning vortex besides garage and overlords maybe i don't know um, but I really think that Skaven are kind of in a weird spot. And you know, what's funny. If I had to rank the three of them, if I had to take, you know, uh, Beast of Chaos and probably in first place, Slaves of Darkness in second place and Skaven in third place, as far as ability to really contend well under a Nurgle keyword. I mean, do you guys agree with that mm-hmm. or am I off on that? That's my opinion. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I've got that 
it right, but they still have access to the Narhal bomb and things of that matter when they're taken that way, right? So they can open up the that narrow hole anywhere on the table, correct? And jump and jump through it. So yeah, yeah I mean, if they got the Nurgle keyword and they can do all that stuff, then yeah, I'd put them on that ranking without a problem. Okay, I mean, that's just that's just a teleporting unit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't play Skaven either. That's unfortunately one of the other armies I don't really dabble into readily yet. So. I don't yeah, know last, a whole lot about them. Last time I went through Sean's list or whatever, it was, it was when before that big siege or whatever. And that was before this, the War Scroll change. So I don't yeah. really know too much of the newer stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, and honestly, and, and, and finally, for, uh, for for some of you perverts out there, you know, uh, Slanesh, you know, Glutos uh, from, from the new Slanesh book is, is worth considering uh, for his for his bubble of negative one to hit uh, on an army, but. Uh, uh, that can that can put them to a uh, probably twos by you know or, or negative three I guess uh, on on, it, on, it, on its own uh, and then make them reroll sixes to hit uh, with with the wither uh, stave relic so uh, making you almost uh, immune to attacks uh, in in close combat for sure so that's but pretty much he, everything. Can that, he take the neural keyword though? Well, I, I I yeah I think I think glutose you can you can put glutose in he can he take it no but you can put no. him in the new but the slant but what I'm saying is. For his bubble of negative one to hit. Oh, okay, army, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. I thought you're yeah. you're like, yeah. If you include him, in, I'm like, I don't think he can do that. But I, I know I know where you're going now. Sorry, I yeah. was a little confused there. Right, 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 right. So, um, so yeah, so that's uh, so that's that's everything we have on Nurgle, guys. I mean, that there's a lot, and I, and I'm really I'm really proud and, and happy that um, that Nurgle was uh, is really able to really kind of stand the test of time. Uh, since since 2018, and I, I still think they're a fantastic army out there. I mean, um, what do you guys thought? What do you guys think, man? They're, I mean, they're on my list of things I would love to try to build and try to play at least once in my lifetime here, yep. just because they they seem like they're fun. But they are definitely a tactician heavy army and a general's army. There's you, you, there's something that you once you learn them, if you got them down, and you're a great tactician you're going to go four and one with them. They're yeah. they're they, they just, they hold up no matter what edition they're in. Right. Just because their rules are solid. Yep. Yep. I totally agree with that, man. Totally, totally agree with that. So let's, uh, let, let's let Randy, what are your thoughts, man? I just can't wait to, to feel my, you know, slime battering Rams, you know, hmm. <laughs> I love it, man. I love slime yeah. battering Rams. All right, well, good stuff. Well, that's our that's our little presentation on Nurgle, man. But uh, we we got the question of the day coming up, man. Let's let's get those answers ready. Hey, gang! I really hope you're enjoying the Grimdark Live show so far. Thanks for being with us. But before we get to the question of the day, I want to ask you to head over to GrimdarkLive.com to enter the Nerd Bunker by becoming a supporter of the show on Patreon. There are six different levels to fit the support you may be interested in and all provide special benefits and services to our members. So please head over to GrimdarkLive.com and become a patron of the show. And while you're on GrimdarkLive.com, you should know that Grimdark Live isn't just there for entertainment. We're a full-time miniatures assembly and painting service. We have three different levels that we currently paint to and we provide free quotes. So let us know if you have something you need painted and we'll get it done for you. And if Patreon or painting isn't something you're ready to do at this time, we totally understand. And thank you for spending time with us here on Grimdark Live. So with that said, 
Let's get to the question of the day. Here it is, man. We are back, and we got the question of the day here on uh, on, on Grimdark Live. So, so here it is, man. We're gonna throw that as, this out there to uh, Randy first, man, since he's a nice guy in tabletop wargaming, and he's finally back with us, man. We got him off the bar stool and got him here for the show just for this. So, so here it is, man. Randy, you ready? Yep. All right. So here it is. The question of the day: Can a player be so content with an army that they don't want to play another? There it is. Wow, asking me first with all, yeah. all this stuff around me? Yeah. I don't know about it. The guy that's got literally <laughs> half a game's workshop under one roof. Yeah, but there is there is a good solid, like I said, I said earlier, you know, with the Belcor coming out and, you know, like Demons is my usual go-to and, you know, Lizardmen. And then if it would be Old Fantasy, it would be Batonians. Like, mm-hmm. I, I played those armies the most and kept on going back and, you know, when I saw Belcor, I was like, oh, this is going to be fantastic because I can play the Mixed Demon Army again. And then in the same book, they just happened to be like, oh, look, here's a shiny new Lizardman for you. <laughs> so, right. right. I, yeah, I could just, you know, I just, you know, there's, there's armies that I just keep going back to. But, you know, I, I, I build the other ones for, for hobby and have one of everything. But there's, you know, there's a reason why I have 8,000 points of, of Lizardman compared to, you know, only less than, you know, like I got two K list for every all the other ones. So. That's true. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, so, 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 same question right back to you, Justin. You know, can a player be so content with an army that they don't want to play another? I I normally would say to answer that with a no, but unfortunately, with AOS and and just I can't even say unfortunately, just with the way AOS is now and some of the books are, my you know, I'd say yes. I mean. I play Cities of Sigmar as my primary. It's it's my go-to. It's my bread and body army. I have twenty-five thousand points of of Cities of Sigmar floating around this behind me. Right, and it's been the army I've played since you know I met you, Pat, a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I've always I've always played You've always played a version of the Empire. That's for uh, sure. Uh, the Empire in some yeah. way or form. So yeah, I mean, you can get content with working with one army, and you just expand and expand and expand on it. And the nice thing is with AOS is a lot of these books and a lot of these armies have ways of drawing in other factions or other models from other factions. Right. So so you're not just stuck with okay, I'm playing Nurgle and, and that's where I'm at. No, I'm playing Nurgle and I can bring in Clan Pestilence. I can bring in Slaves of Darkness. I can bring in, you know, Forge World with their Plague Toads and whatever else you want to throw at them. You know, it's the same thing with, with um, you know, Cities of Sigmar. Cities of Sigmar has access to every army under the sun. I mean, in a, especially since they keep adding new cities to us. I mean, I'm at, I'm at nine cities now, which is ridiculous. Right. You know, so yeah, I, 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 I love the aesthetic and I love the idea that you can get focused on one army, but still have options to branch out. Right. Uh, you know, if I had asked myself that same question, you know, can a player be so content with an army that he don't want to play any other? Uh, nope. Uh, I got to tell you, and that, that's why, you know, I try to force myself between general's handbooks to play between one and two armies, because I think that way that makes it gives me a little bit of discipline that I can mm-hmm. um, uh, that I can actually paint the army, learn the rules, you know, uh, you know, you know, do what I need to do with it. You know, what's funny about that is because I just said I just said it right there. One or two armies between general's handbooks. 
you know, and, and that's why I think um, I think it's difficult. You know, I think you'd have to have a real special army. Now, I, I've heard people talk about, you know, their sons of Behemoth army, the low model count, and it does a lot for them. You know, right. you know, Steve, you know, for instance, one of our guys in our gaming group, you know, he, he probably won't play any other army, and that's fantastic for him. But I think for the most unless, part, unless the vampires are good, unless the vampires are good, which which then again, you know, so I think this is a pretty difficult thing. I mean, without a, without this, I think we would have uh, we we wouldn't have the proverbial question, you know, statement of uh, gamer ADHD, right? So yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, so it looks like the closing thoughts, man. I got them this week. Uh, so let me uh, let me just say this real quick. You know, um, not a big uh, not a big pontification on the closing thoughts, but you know, guys, uh, we're getting we're getting to that point where we're seeing a lot of tournaments uh, come back and, and rise up, and people are are making their way to make sure that uh, this hobby survives. Uh, we've gone through, and, and hopefully this this pandemic is over, and uh, we're going to be getting out there and gaming. So so remember that uh, don't let don't let something prevent you from uh, doing what you love. You know, pretty soon Mother Nature is going to take all that away from you, whether it be you know you know you're going to get old or you're going to get sick and you know croak or whatever. But you know, in, enjoy what you have in front of you right now. Make those times at least get down in those basements. You know, get out to those you know smaller tournaments. Uh, uh, be responsible, of course, but make sure you're always getting out there and. Um, Rolling the dice and, and and making good on on your commitment uh, for for that um, for that leisure, right? You know, for for that for mm. that time for yourself and your friends. You know, don't take that for granted. So, uh, but that's it, man. That's uh, that's the show, dude. And that's uh, that is a wrap. Uh, so, guys, great show tonight, man. On Nurgle, huh? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yep. And, and Randy, the nice guy in tabletop wargaming, man. We're glad to have you back with us. Uh, but that's it, man. That's a show. That's a wrap. And all the Grimdark Goons like to thank all of our listeners for the great show. And we look forward to having you back next time. We discuss all things related to Dice Dragons, Demons and Dwarves, and the Warhammer world. So please don't forget to join us next Tuesday at 730. And also please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button and follow our podcast. So until then, until we meet again, roll them dice, fun and fair, and don't be a freaking short pants. Bye. Night, everybody. Night. Dark Live would like to thank you for slumming through another show with us for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Warhammer worlds. We'll be back again real soon, so until then, roll them dice fun and fair, and don't be a frickin' short pants. You can get your Grimdark Live fix on on our live show or catch us on our Grimdark Live podcast. Never fear, gang. There'll be more great content from Grimdark Live coming to you each and every week. So stay tuned and stay grim while you dice-chucking, blue-sniffing gamer goons. You're all awesome. Looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing blue. Remember to embrace the main message here on Grimdark Live, and that's a social contract we have between gamers and the commitment we have to each other in this community. We're only as good as our last game. Check us out at GrimdarkLive.com, and don't forget to subscribe, follow, and recommend Grimdark Live to your friends. So long, Grimdark goons. Until next time, may the dice gods bless you and your sweaty palms. Bye.